welcome to another episode of Championship Drill. Um, this week we'll be looking back at the weekend games and having a bit of a, a chat about some of the transfers and all that with uh, Phil and Jerry as always. And uh, before we start guys, um, I suppose we'll go right into the, the big news during the week. It's something we talked about probably a few months ago when he first took the job when he said he was going to step back and not play and we asked was this going to be the last time we ever saw Wayne Rooney kick a football? And we got our answer the other day. Yeah. yeah. Shocked. Absolutely shocked. I think uh, I was very vocal about this, I suppose, from the start of the season. But he's a legend, obviously, at United, a legend in England, you know. it's um, Clearly, he, he had a bit of time in DC United in, in America. He came back then, I think. He, he came back to, obviously, Derby. He's with Everton in the process as well. But... Yeah, I just look. I want to. I want to see Rooney become a manager because he's such a great player. But I still think he's thirty-four years of age. Like I, no, unless unless there's problems with injuries, no, or there's something there that we don't know about. Like I, I still think he's got a, a year or two left in the game playing football. I think the way he's bowled out does him more respect to his career. In yeah. a sense, you know what I mean. It's it's a player manager kind of yeah. ball, and then he becomes a manager. Like it's like he must have serious reassurances, lads. To, to retire, I, I must. They must have told him, "You are manager next season." Or no, he was confirmed. He is. Well, he, yeah. Like he must. Have, he must. Have, it was a long-term deal, or is it? Is it is a two-year deal or three-year deal? Or it's two or three, I think. Yeah, well, yeah they that must. Makes, that makes sense. Yeah. But they must also be assurances about the takeover going ahead, because yeah. there was news last week. Derby couldn't afford to play, uh, pay wages at the club, yeah. and yeah. had to take out a loan to cover wages. Because this takeover is dragging on and on and on and on yeah. for some reason. Yeah. I think yeah. They, I, it looks like they want to wait and see if they get relegated. You know, yeah. and that, that, that doesn't do anyone any good because, I mean, we know what happens in the championship and if financial irregularities start to happen at Derby where they're not paying their players, it's going to be a points deduction down the road for them yeah. and they will be relegated. Yeah, they're um they haven't bounced back the way we thought they would. Like we, we could have said though they're they're in deep trouble. Yeah. And I generally believe with with the teams at the bottom half at the moment on the brink of performances, we're gonna see the likes of Coventry, Wickham, these teams get wins, Waterham, they're all gonna start getting the wins now the second half of the season. So mm. it's down to Derby, either they kick off now and, and just scrape it or not. I I generally believe they're in trouble and I'm I'm gobsmacked. Not that that Rooney's took the manager's job, but in a sense he's retired because you no, know, he's only thirty-four years of age. He still has like obviously the hunger's not there, the desire's not there. He's he's broken records with England and United, but yeah, I just think it's a bad move. But look, we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. I reckon the reassurances are there that the, maybe the takeover is happening. Because he's there's no fries in win. There's no fries in the match. He's he's a smart guy, like he he, yeah. he knows the story, like. Especially because yeah. I know he wants deep down he wants the Manchester United job. Yeah. Yeah. And I suppose we'll go into um we'll go into the, the transfers in a minute. But at Derby, I mean Rooney retiring, I think they sold a, one of the, the Dutch centre back went off to, to Holland there to Groningen. But other than that, they have nobody coming in for the club so far. We've got about two weeks left of the window. Yeah. Um like they still seem to have the same problems they had at the start of the season when it comes to to playing, they just don't seem to look like they're going to score goals. Yeah, like uh, they've been hit by the worst COVID as well, haven't they? By of the whole yeah. championship, they've been they've been hit pretty bad by it. Yeah, but I mean, other teams as well have had to deal with it in in different ways too. And 
Like nobody knows with COVID, they're young, healthy guys. They probably didn't get a massive dose, but you don't know what the long-term effects, the knock-on effects are, and how it affects the players and that. So, well, also it's, losing to Shirley Town is going to batter their confidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I know, yeah, but I know they're a young fellas, but still, it still kind of hits the whole club like that. We lost to this non-league team. Yeah. 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 And. Um, and I suppose the hope is when you do put out the young fellas in a game like that, that maybe somebody stands out. Yeah. Out of the yeah. 11, even if they do lose, you're like, well, look, we've got this young fella who looked really good there. And none of them really did that. Like like you had when Villa, obviously, in a similar situation with the COVID played Liverpool, there was a couple of the Villa players stood out and Villa yeah. fans would be OK, we lost. But there's a couple of good young fellas in this squad. Yeah, why the, are we the getting really like, Yeah, it's Villa was cement. Like we, we, like, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to use that example in a sense. Like that, that, that young lad up front there. Um, I think he actually played with Ireland as well underage. Like he, um, yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Like and it's, it's, as you say, when you go back to Derby, like and you look at, um, you know, the, the, the up and coming prospects and, and what they have, um, you you would have hoped someone did stand out. You know what I mean? But it's it's. As I said, there's a long, long couple of games ahead yet, like you know, but it's um yeah, it's it's not looking good for Derby. It's not like and if you look back to Lampard or what Lampard done at the club, like you know what I mean? It's it's he was half decent there, like they had a really good squad, you know, but yeah, it was there. I just you know, I never would have seen it coming at the start of the season, lads, that Derby would be in that relegation battle. Yeah. No, no, I mean they just they've been there and I mean they're really in it now, like we're over halfway through the season. It's not like you can say, ah, oh, well, they've loads of time to pull themselves yeah. out. They don't. It needs to happen sooner rather than later. Yeah, no, 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 the shit's hitting the fan, like, as you say. No, no, like, you, you can kind of say for the first couple of months, right, look. But they still haven't turned it around, and that's when the shit hits the fan. That's when we're going to see boys become men and, and men become proper men because it's, it's if they get relegated, if Derby end up in League One, Jesus, they, like, with all that, with the wage bill they have and, and with um, some of the good players they have, like they could be like Sunderland, you know what I mean? They yeah. have a great Netflix documentary, and that could yeah. be it. That's their greatest achievement, no Sunderland, a Netflix documentary. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That's it. That's it. So we'll move on, I suppose, to some of the transfers, and we won't go through all the transfers because there's been quite a few, and there's still obviously a few weeks left, so teams will still do business here and there. But um, one of the ones that stood out for me, where we were talking about it before we came on the air, here is the amount of players Preston are after signing. Yeah, yeah. And where they're after signing them from. So, like um, Jason Malumbi, who a lot of people mightn't know as much, but obviously that he's played for Ireland a couple of times, yep. we'd have seen yeah. him play because he doesn't get a look in at Brighton. He could be a very good player to take on loan because he's looked really, really good. He obviously has played with with Alan Brown at, at Irish level, so he'll know a few of the Irish lads at Preston already. So, yeah, good signing for them there, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's... Um, you know, a lot of like I know Aaron Connolly is always rumored about him. Um and he's he's kind of done quite well, you know what I mean? He's he's made a bit of a name for himself. But um yeah, I I just I, I generally believe that he can make an impact at president. Like they they brought in some, yeah, some they brought in as well. Yeah. 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 Preston's pr- yeah, yeah, Preston's problem is their forwards don't score goals. I mean that's that's just an issue they're having. Yeah. And Someone like Malumbi can pass a ball from midfield, which is, I mean, I don't know. They seem to be long ball specialists every time I watch them. Yeah, they just lump yeah. the ball forward, and their players are better than that. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and we'll come on to Preston when we talk about their match as well, because they weren't good the other day. No. Uh, and the pressure the manager kind of might be under. Is there any kind of um, ones that stood out for you in the in the transfer signing so I, far? I'm surprised with Charlie Austin because West Brom need forwards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Zahor has gone back from Millwall. His, his loan is up. Yeah. So will, will he get a look in? He might, because I know Big Sam, like in West Brom, need players badly. Yeah, yeah. It was just very strange when I, I only I only seen it there recently, like Charlie Austin actually moving it. It's a loan deal, I think. Yeah, I t- it was probably one of those West Brom probably clearing out some of the squad before yeah. Big Sam brings in a load of players, but he's finding it tough to bring them in. He is, yeah. Yeah. And I mean you look down through the divisions and that as well, and um yeah, you just kinda But then there was one we were talking about earlier was um Stuart Downing. Yeah, yeah, 36 now. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of money in the bank. Is the hunger still there, like? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. actually thought he, I thought he was at Blackburn already. Yeah, yeah I yeah. did as well. Yeah. yeah. I must have been a rumour at the start of the season. Yeah. Yeah. He was might have been there, but they, what was it? they've signed him. Huh? He had no club, so he might have been with them training away. Oh, yeah. And they've decided now they can register him now that the window is open. And there's one more as well that's kind of significant, I suppose. Gives White has gone back to Wolves. Yeah, um, no surprise there though. He was on the bench, wasn't he? The, uh, yesterday, he was really good for Swansea. Yeah, yeah, and um, a couple of others, I suppose. One that we'd know from the League of Ireland would be um, Danny Grant, who left Bohemians, the winger. He's gone and yeah. joined Huddersfield Town. Um, yeah, an exciting young player, an exciting young Irish player there. So they look forward to, uh, well, I look forward to seeing how he does because he was very good for Bose. Yeah. Um, probably take him a while to settle into a new club, obviously, and it's a big step up, it really is. But yeah. I, I, I he's got Garrett, all the skills. I see Garrett McCleary has got to Wickham. Yeah. He's, yeah. Been, he's been around a long, long time. And that's, that's kind of like we were saying earlier, Wickham seems like just a fun place to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you not want to go there? But yeah, it's... Um, it's been kind of interesting when you have a look at some of the players in and out so far and a lot of clubs are probably trying to do business and they're just really really struggling to to get the deals done at the minute for whatever yeah. reason it's it's just i suppose the whole COVID thing steve it's mad like you know what i mean i think players are um they're, they're watching certain areas of england how bad they're affected and then i suppose the whole money situation like i'd be very surprised if the, um, the championship market surpasses a certain amount when it comes to buying players, you know? Yeah. Like, as you say, yeah. like, it could be 85% of these deals could be all loan moves, you know what I mean? And that's the way it's probably going to look. But, you know what I mean? There's, there's... yet again, I, I hope we see some Irish players go into the championship. Um, Jack Ford yeah. is in a bit of a dilemma at the moment out in Cyprus. Obviously, there's great weather, but, like, Big Mick is gone. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's... We're going to see a lot of lower moves, and I think it's going to be interesting to see. This this will be proper business, you know what I mean? There's proper tactics. There'll be a lot of kind of scouts and stuff really working hard just by the air now because of the whole COVID thing to get players on loan, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's some of the market value in the championship is quite good. Like, you know what I mean? There's a couple of players that are worth over a million yeah. easily, you yeah. know what I mean? But it's just, are they going to spend is the question. That's it, that's it, and I, I think you're going to have some Premier League clubs, like you were saying there, Phil West Brom, and that are going to look down to the Championship, oh, because yeah. so with Brexit and everything, signing players from abroad seems to be a nightmare at the minute. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're going to have to maybe look down the divisions and try and bring people. They could, in, bring, I suppose, they could, they could bring Ozil in. <laughs> they could, they could. He looks like he's off. He's off. Diego Costa is still floating around the free. You'd want some money and take him in for the championship. Wolves. Uh, yeah. yeah. Wolves. Uh, yeah, I mean, what are Wolves going to do? I mean, in the Premier League, I know we don't talk about the, the Premier League, but Wolves are, are in real trouble, given that, you know, Portuguese lads aren't allowed to travel to the UK at the minute, so I'd know who Wolves are going to sign. Yeah. Interesting. I, I, I think Diego Costa to Birmingham City would be a great move. Yeah. Think he think could, they, they could pull it off. Yeah, definitely. But no, like I, yet again, if I was a manager in the championship, lads, I, I'd look to, to Scotland and, and, and Ireland, obviously, you know. Um, obviously, my, my, you know, League One, you could always read a couple of League One players, you know, but it's um, it's just an interesting time, you know what I mean? It's 2020, perhaps the craziest year of existence, you know, 2021. It's not been a break yeah. there, but like, these clubs are very cautious. I don't like. I, mean, I don't know why. Say a Wickham doesn't trying to get Ida on loan. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, because the young lad that went to um that guy Ferguson, that young seventeen year old, came over from Ireland. To, mm. I think he ended up a break last week. But this talk yeah. though, he's yeah. going to be loaned out to the championship. That's the talk. Yeah. So he could be a good one, yeah. And Preston as well. I think um, one of the bigger signings at the window so far was when they brought in uh, was it Ben Whiteman from. Doncaster, captain there at Doncaster. And they paid yeah. one and a half million around that for him, yeah. which is a fairly hefty money. 24, good player, but I don't know. There, there's some stinks of desperation about Preston and the, the amount of players they brought in. Yeah. Yeah. They're, um, there's no balance there. Like, like you know, you have the likes of poor Adam O'Reilly that's been on the bench there a couple of yeah. times. Like, he's, he's a big prospect. Like, he's done so good underage for Preston. He's, you know, one yeah. young player of the year and stuff. I'd give someone like him again, like Alan Brown signed a new contract. Yeah. He's the yeah. captain. That's that's very encouraging. Chad Evans, that is a great player. Like when you know, I know he has a lot of baggage. He does, but like maybe unfairly, like you know what I mean? It was I suppose the whole thing, you know, we, we, we see what the outcome was and we seen there was clubs wanting to sign him and, and then the clubs were getting in trouble and stuff. But Chad Evans could definitely bang in there and nine goals. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Before the end of the season, like he done all right at Fleetwood. I know there was a bit of a mix-up there with Joey Baird. I think they had a bit of a fall note or something. Yeah, but, um, yeah I, I think Evans going into to President's, it's a good move, you know. Um, Six-month loan. Yeah, it's, it's a nice yeah. move. It's a good chance for him to shine and, and, and make a name in the championship again. But, um, yeah, it's just, as I said, Adam O'Reilly, He's I know he's been alone a couple of times. Yeah, um, he's just bad. He looks good, lads. I, I, I would definitely yeah. look at having him. Maybe he could be that player that shines. Yeah. That one player they bring on, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah right. The athletes to be a worldly. Yeah. And a lot of people in Ireland will be watching Preston because they are starting to build up a bit of an Irish squad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. At the minute, like you We've were saying. Yeah. So we'll move on, I suppose, to the weekend's games. We we'll, two were called off the weekend. QPR, Wickham, Coventry, Sheffield, Wednesday were both postponed. Yeah. They'll have to be made up at some stage. Yeah. Um, Middlesbrough home to Birmingham City, a strange one. Scott Hogan, first half goal. Um, took it very well, actually. Um, Morsley almost equalised before half time. He hit the bar and it landed on the line, and Etheridge was able to grab it there. Um, there wasn't many chances. Watmore had a good shot saved by Etheridge. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. There was that one, though. Um, I don't know if you got to see this. It was the live game yesterday morning. Yeah. 
But um, Birmingham's slightly lucky to still have 11 men by half time because yeah. Sanchez just basically kicked Paddy McNair off the ball. And it's one of those, yeah, the ref, I don't think, saw it. It was really bad. Yeah, the ref yeah. didn't see it. And it's one of those, like, we don't want VAR in the championship, but he was gone if there was VAR there. Oh, yeah, 100%. But Birmingham, a bit like Preston, I suppose. They have 26 points now this season and 18 of them have come away from home. But what I like, um, what I liked about it was that they didn't like fall apart because wasn't there a big bust-up? Yeah. In the yeah. Birmingham team last week. There was. There was. But I suppose that that's all down to the manager who's quite experienced and actually former Middlesbrough manager. So he'll be delighted to go back there and get a win. Yeah. And Karanka, um, huge experience. Obviously, he has in this league, so I suppose he was able to sort all that out. But um, yeah, my buddy missed a load. What's that? My buddy missed a good few chances again. He did. <laughs> they brought him on at half time, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yeah, he he kind of he wasn't it wasn't one of his good games. That's for sure. Sam Belonga, I yeah. assume, is who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was, uh, yeah, he missed a few chances as well yesterday. But Borough, I suppose, they'll be disappointed because the game they probably felt they should have won. I think yeah. had they won four in a row or something like that at home before. Yeah, they were on a very good run, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Birmingham, though, I mean, you know, they're just about staying out of the relegation fight at the moment. This kind of win now means I don't think they're going to go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're good away from home. It's They need to sort out the home form. I know Jerry loves them. Yeah, absolutely Club. love them. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. Massive club. And then on to, uh, I suppose, two teams that are going pretty well this season, although Blackburn have kind of faded off a little bit. It's a one-all draw here, Blackburn Stoke. Nicky yeah. Powell has been very good Stoke and kind of arriving in the box and getting a few goals this season. Yeah. Um, Jordan Thompson put in the cross for that one. Um, you know, Stoke very good in the first half, Blackburn good in the second half. Very um, Sam Gallagher <laughs> what do you reckon? Was that ball out of play? It, oh, it's hard to know. It yeah. looked to me like he just kept it in. And you're talking now, for uh, from those who don't know, about Blackburn's equaliser where Harvey Elliott, somehow it looked like kept the ball in play to get it back to Buckley who just tapped in yeah. from close range. It was very, very tight. VAR would have called it off, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was tough to see, but he he did well. Harvey Elliott was good again yesterday, yeah. and he does look like a, a, a really good talent. Yeah, it sounds like um, I'm licking his Blackburn. arms. You know what I mean? He's unbelievable. I yeah. swear, he's he's going to be a superstar. I reckon if Fulham stay up, he'll go back there. Yeah, yeah, maybe Armstrong then had a chance to win it, but he was hacked down by oh, James yeah. Chester, who was sent off. Yeah, for that and. Uh, Stoke kind of hung on, but Stoke were very good yesterday. I mean, you know, I couldn't. There was one of those games where you wouldn't say either team deserved to lose it, really. But yeah. neither team created a whole lot either. No. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what do you think? What do you think of these two teams? Like they drew one all day yesterday. Stoke are obviously at the moment higher up the table. Which one of these two teams do you think finishes higher at the end of the season? I want to say Blackburn, but it'll be Stoke. Stoke, yeah. Michael O'Neill has done wonders. Yeah, he's done. He's, and he's done not even very, dipped into the market yet. Yeah. He, he, when, he, when he dips into the market, lads, I'm telling you. Man, yeah. my words. And he's, and he's got some of his players back as well now. They were out for a while. So. Story with James McLean. 
Um, I'm not sure what's up with him at the minute. He might did be another one that's been rested or is injured. Did, did he get banned, yeah? Raw COVID rules. Oh, so internal discipline. Yeah. 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 Well, that's that's a good sign of the manager too, that he's able to, a guy that he plays every week, basically, that he's able to step up and say, look, you broke the rules, you're out. Sign of a good manager, I suppose. Yeah. That he's yeah. willing to stand up to the players. Yeah. Yeah, he's, um, they, they, they've actually suspended him. Yeah. There you yeah. go. For breaking COVID rules. Yeah, he was uh, inside, a, in training in a private gym. Okay. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> and now he's suspended for a few games or whatever they decide yeah, to suspend him. Yeah, suspended him, yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Sign of a good manager, I suppose, that he's willing to do those things. Yeah. Yeah. You have to do what you have to do, I suppose. Like as much as we love James, yeah, yeah, but I mean, it is a case of had he brought the virus back into the bubble, like that would have decimated Stoke. Then, like, oh, and they'd have yeah. either had players that going down injured, or they'd have had a few games called off and had to make them up. Well, as you so, know, Steve, a goal or or a point could be the difference between playing in the Championship and playing in the Premier League. That, oh, yeah. When it comes to that playoff, yeah. it's normally a goal yeah. difference that will put someone into that top six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's it. We move on into a team that will be so disappointed they lost yesterday. Big win for Luton, though. Yeah. Um, but Bournemouth nil, Luton won, and it turned on one of the craziest decisions I think I've seen in a long, long time. But the ref, I don't know what the ref was looking at. Um, basically, Jefferson Lerma, for people who didn't see it, and you can go back and look at it, and it is nasty. He does catch Lockyer in the face with an arm and he cuts him open. I think Lockyer had to walk not long after that, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. Um, but if you look at it, Lerma was pushed into him while he was in the air, basically, totally off balance and completely accidentally catches him in the face. Yeah. But all the referee saw was the arm hit the face and straight for the red card. And it, it, it's one of those that... Like, there's nothing Lerma could have done about it after he was pushed. I think it was Luke Berry is the one that knocked him off balance. Mm. And he's yeah, just putting true. his arms up to try and get his balance back or whatever, and it's just an unfortunate accident. Yeah. But uh, that, that totally changed the, the game because even after being down to 10 men, Bournemouth still looked like they were going to score. Um, so yeah. Lanky had one cleared off the line. I don't know how Potts got to that one. And King volleyed wide, a player that might actually be leaving. He's one that could end up at West Brom. I think they were even talking about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, Raquel yeah, yeah. came on later on, missed, in, missed his own volley as well. He wasn't great. Everton are also looking at Kane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's yeah. you know, he did play yesterday. Um, he hasn't played a ferocious amount this season, but he did play yesterday. Um, Luton, though, they did eventually make a count. Um, Ray went close, then Begovic made good saves from Berry and Dewsbury. And then Dewsbury Hall, um, look, he took his next chance, and that was it. It was enough for the 1 0 win. And he looked pretty good, Dewsbury Hall, the young fella. Yeah, looked perfect. good yesterday, anyway. Yeah, very good. He really did. Um, and then just a mad stat on this one it's the first time this season Bournemouth have lost a game on a Saturday. Jesus. <laughs> It's a good start to have though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they've, uh, their other defeats came all in midweek matches. Um, so, yeah, it's the first time they've lost on a Saturday this season. Now, that said, they haven't lost a ferocious amount of games this season. But they drew with Millwall, I think, the last time out as well, which was pretty disappointing. So, 
when you look at the top of the table and you look at Brentford now having played a few games, so they have a couple of games in hand. Swansea won, Norwich have won, Bournemouth are just starting to fade away from those automatic places now with yeah. these runner results. Yeah. They'll have to wake up shortly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, Swansea are looking really good. I mean, you get you get knocked out of the, the automatic spaces very, very fast oh, in this yeah. division. So they're gonna have to turn around. But what about Luton? I mean, it's fantastic for Luton. Fantastic um, win. You know, to to, to be like that at home. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's gonna do their confidence a world of good. And they 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 were a team that were definitely one of the favourites to go down this season. But yeah. you know, they're plugging away, they're getting the points while teams below them are not. So Savage, as you say, a savage went away from home. Like, you know what I mean? To beat Bournemouth at home, it's it's you know I mean when they're at home, Bournemouth, like it's Definitely. very hard to beat them at home, you know. So that'd be very encouraging under the new year, you know. I think so. I think so. We move on then to um Bristol. Home win here, Bristol City two, Preston nil. I know we talked a bit about Preston already, but they were atrocious in this game. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, 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 in front. yeah they, they didn't do much of anything. No. Um, you know, they put City in front. Um, you know, I think it was Tommy Rowe put in the corner. Yeah. And um, you know, Daniel Leverson inside first ten minutes as well. So, you know, it was the first time in fifteen games Bristol had beaten Preston as well. So it's a good place for Preston to go. And Preston's away form has been good. Um a lot of new lads didn't play. I think the goalkeeper did. Um Scott Sinclair, though, I think, had Preston's only effort on target. I'm not sure how many they had on target, but it was it wasn't, you know, it was barely a shot. Like, I mean, it yeah. counts as a shot on target. Yeah. Team selection was, was interesting. Down, yeah. And then, yeah, and then Bristol's second goal then was kind of, Brown you again. know, really... What's that? They didn't play Alan Brown for a weird place. Where they? Playing them all over the place again. Where they playing? And Winner got Bristol's. Yeah, Winner's second goal then um, was an absolute fluke. He just completely mishit it and it somehow went into the bottom corner. But yeah. but there you go. That happens against you. But, you know, Preston, we've talked about the manager being in trouble before and the performance was atrocious yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's on the verge. I mean, they're doing okay. They're mid-table-ish because he has this knack of just when he's about to be sacked, they seem to win two or three games. Yeah. But eventually, that's not going to be good enough for Preston, surely. No, no, no. Not that, a chance. That consistency needs to come. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I think there was there was a total of five players that went off in that game for Preston. Now, look, I know the whole championship is grueling and normally you would see that. Like, But obviously, Chad Evans came on, like Brad Potts came on. Like Maguire started. I, I always agree with Maguire starting. Obviously, Scott Sinclair just playing behind him. Like, but it's, you know I mean, they, they, when they signed the Maguire and Kevin O'Connor, like they were a big championship team. Like they were knocking for playoff, yeah. definitely. I just think for some reason they've took the foot off the gas a small bit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, they've done the signings or whatever. But yeah, it's, it's, as you say, Steve, all them away wins have kept them in the top half last season. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not the president yeah. he wants to do, like, you know? Yeah. No, and it does, it does all the players they've signed just seems like it's absolute panic at Preston. Yeah. Desperate to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Desperate to get promoted. But I don't know, is he the manager that's going to be able to bring them there? Because they're so inconsistent. 
question, right? This this is a pure fan question. Just say for argument's sake, Alex Neal got sacked in the morning. Like, yeah. Do, do they go for a well-established manager, an ex-Premier League manager, or do they, they, do they go down the table and bring someone from League One? That's the question. Can can yeah. you see anyone in particular that, that would be a manager or president? Darren Moore. Yeah. Darren Moore would be the obvious choice, wouldn't he, from going down to, if you're going from down the division? Yeah. 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 I mean, he'd be good. I think somebody, like you said, Mick McCarthy was just fired. I mean, talk about someone who's experienced in, you know, you're talking about a guy that has experience in the championship. Like, You've got <laughs> basically half a squad of Irish lads at Preston anyway, that McCarthy yeah. would know. But the thing is, they just need to, someone to just fix the ship, don't they? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's the, the players are there. They're good enough to be better than where they are, but they're just not yeah. for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. Mick, Mick would you know, be a so, serious appointment. Yeah. He would because he knows the division and he knows a lot of the Irish lads. He'd know Alan Brown. He's played Malumbi before, you know, and um, he'd know of Adam O'Reilly. He'd know of, you know, all these guys, Sean Maguire. He'd know of him. No, he knows a lot of these players already. Would, would Big Mick, do you reckon Big Mick would step away after being sacked or do you reckon he's, he's eager to get back in? Because either way, he's signed a contract for that Crown Cypher, so he's still going to get paid his full amount. Yeah. But yeah, I step reckon, back in? I reckon he would. To a club yeah. like Preston, yeah. where like they, they do have some sort of money behind them. Yeah. They are able to sign players, you know, which is something Mick doesn't often have when he's been at a club. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I think he would if it was a club like Preston. I don't know if he would if it was one of the other clubs that are in trouble that we'll come on to in a minute. The likes of, you know, Cardiff, whose manager is really in trouble, or Millwall. Although Mick, obviously a Millwall legend, but um, he, he kind of, he did manage them for a while, obviously, before he, uh, he took the Ireland job the first time. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, would he go back there either? But uh, I, he's he's always got to be someone you look at, I think, in the championship because he's gotten so many teams up out of it. Yeah. Definitely. So I suppose we'll move ahead. We'll move ahead to Cardiff Norwich. And um, Norwich just again picking up these wins, although this was a game they totally dominated. Um, Grant Hanley scored after three minutes. Cantwell with a decent goal actually. And um, put them 2 0 up and they were just it, it could have been five, six nil at half time. Oh yeah. Grant had a great chance to make it three nil and then totally against the run of play, a nice dribble from Bakuna and crossed it in, it came to Rawls and he put it into the net and that gave Cardiff a bit of hope, but a couple of minutes later, Pack with a ridiculous challenge and yeah. himself sent yeah. him for a second yellow card. Yeah, that was... Yeah. That was a good Yeah, yeah that suppose, was ridiculous. I suppose, the game aside, a good win for Norwich, Cardiff's manager's in trouble, we'll come to in a minute, but the big news out of Cardiff, which is very sad and we obviously all wish him well, is the... Um, with Sol Bamba being diagnosed with cancer midweek. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was a nice tribute from the Cardiff players to him before the game. And obviously, very, very sad. And, you know, that could have had, if Cardiff weren't good yesterday, that must have had some impact on the players. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he's only 35 as well. Yeah. You know, when he's a guy, he's been around, they all know him well, you know, and he, he you know, that it's kind of devastating news them to get about a guy that's like a friend of theirs a teammate of theirs and you know as much as they probably all really really wanted to win the game for him 
it's it's bound to have had an effect around the club during the week. Yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. But uh, hopefully, hopefully they found it early enough. Hopefully the treatment goes well and he pulls through, and you know that we get to see him back on the pitch at some stage in the future, yeah. or yeah. as a coach or a manager or something. Yeah. But um, Norwich flying it, good win again away from home for them. They're looking. Yeah, yeah I was win by the odd goal. It's unbelievable how many games they've won by one goal this season. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean they have to be the favourites to go up. Like we say it oh, every time, but they just keep winning. Yeah. So we move on then to um, Wayne Rooney's first first game in charge, really since he's been appointed full time boss. I know he's been in charge for a while already. Yeah. Um, like we're saying, takeover is dragging on and on and on. Um, Derby back second bottom after this one because they lost this game one 0 obviously. Blackman made a few good saves. You know, Shinny and Buchanan had good efforts. Um, Rotherham had a goal disallowed as well for a very, very tight offside call. Yeah. Um, but with about 15 minutes to go, I don't know was it nerves or what, but Derby just didn't look like they had a chance to win this game. It looked like Rotherham were going to win it. Yeah. And then, um, you know, somehow one of Lindsay's shots was cleared off the line. I still don't know how they managed to scramble that one away. And then a few minutes later, he, he put the ball in the net to give Rotherham a really big win. Moves them up above Derby. Huge. Yeah. Good timing. Vital time to, to get the win as well. Yeah, Derby just don't look... Um, just don't look like the old Derby County. Like, it's... it's You know, Rooney's in, obviously, full-time manager now. It's, he's got to move fast. Like, we, we mentioned Phil Jones and a couple of players that he can maybe scrap up from United, but... They just don't look good. Like a great result for Rotherham, um, who are still missing some big players. Alka Benny's out. Um, I'm not sure if Salier is back yet, but like, yeah, they really need to kick on. Like, you know what I mean? It's 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 a result that I probably would have predicted a draw for, you know. But it's um, it's a serious win for him, and they'll they'll be delighted with that. Yeah, it had it all written all over. Yeah, it did, and and because Rotherham now were like because of the win, they move above Derby, but they also still have those games in hand. Yeah. to move him yeah. further away from trouble. But yeah. I don't know what it is. Just It seemed like the last 15, last 20 minutes, Derby just suddenly were like afraid to lose the game or something. I don't know. There was a massive change in the game and it just looked like Rotherham were going to be the only team to score at that stage. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a strange it's, one. A strange one. It, it must be off. Like, like, you know, I could have said, I was always kind of messing. I said, look, 2020, 2021 would be the year of the underdogs. Yeah. Um, and there's no such thing as a dominance. You know what I mean? We're not, like, in any of the leagues at the moment when it comes to Italy, um, yeah. Spain, there's no team walking away of the league. Not one. Yeah. I, let it go, like, I know I let it go Madrid are probably four points clear, but there's no team. Like Juventus, AC Milan... They all have games in hand to, to level and, and to be equal. It's going to be the same yeah. in the Premier League, lads. There's no team going to walk away with any league. So when, when it comes to this playoff, this top six, and we, we, we have our two automatic promotions and then the four teams from the playoff, I'm, I'm telling you, lads, it's going to come down to there could be three teams level on points, but it'll be a goal difference or some sort of a statistic that will get that team into that sixth spot. It's going to be mental, like, and I don't know what it is with Derby, like, and people will say because I'm a Liverpool fan, I'm going to come down here on Rooney. Like, I absolutely yeah. adore Wayne Rooney, even though he was an Everton player and United player. Like, that man's an iconic legend. Like, you know, he's, he's, you know what I mean? I, I hope he does well as a manager, but I just think if he can bring in one or two names, like Phil Jones, like, I don't know. I remember saying it to Phil a while back. 
If you can get in Phil Jones or get in someone. You need a forward and a creative player. Yeah. yeah. You're, yeah. you're laughing. Like, you know what I mean? You can turn teams around and Derby next season could be playing for, for an automatic promotion. That's that's how the championship works. But yeah, it's just something flat. And Steve, you were right in what you said. Like, I think there was something with that performance for that last 10, 15 minutes where nerves really kicked in. You could see the players were on edge. Like, and it, it was just, it wasn't nice to watch, you know? No, and I think it's going to be the case until they can get a couple of wins under their belt and start climbing up the table. So we'll move on so to uh, Derby's neighbours here, Nottingham Forest. Um, big win against Millwall 3-1, although like we said it was a case of Forest took the chances they had, Millwall didn't take the chances they had. Yeah. Um, Obi and Yates put Forest 3 up, very late consolation for Thompson for Millwall. Back-to-back league wins mm-hmm. for Forest for the first time since November and the first time they've scored three in a game since June. And they're unbeaten um, in seven games. Unbeaten in seven. Starting to look up the table, but probably won't feel safe yet, no. I imagine. What do you reckon? Um, FC and Forest to be dangerous for the for the playoffs? Yeah. I think, um, obviously, a huge tra- transition with, with you coming in, but I think um, Forest are always a dangerous club. Yeah, they've almost been kind of steady in the championship. They were very unlucky last season. It's took its toll on, on, on some of the squad players that are still there because they have that vision of being in the Premier League and stuff. And they're obviously just missing out on the playoff last day. It's a uh, tear breaking, but Newton and what they have there at that setup. Like I know it's a great academy there. Uh, they've always kind of had a great academy and they produce good players. I think they can, uh, if they can finish in the top 10, that'd be great. I think the way they're going, they will finish in the top 10. They need two um, players to come in, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, and they might go for that. Newton, Newton definitely, um, he'll have a nine a couple of Irish players, like, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. Is it not Carter's uh, loan deal? Yeah. How is it? Not Carter extended his loan deal. Yeah. 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 Which is a, which is a great, great one for them. Yeah. Um, but in terms of Forest, they're going to be catching soon the likes of Millwall, the likes of Birmingham, if, if things yeah. keep going the way they're going. Yeah, yeah. But they are still, you know, a couple of defeats in a row away from being back in the relegation zone again. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, but I think they are starting to look more up the table than down the table, which yeah. is, you know, credit to the manager who himself was under pressure a few weeks back. Yeah, yeah. we were talking about yeah. it already around the Christmas side. Yeah. Yeah, and now, you know, a manager really under pressure is is at Millwall now again. Um, yeah. they just cannot score goals. Yeah, and Troy Parrott doesn't look great for them either. Parrott is not scoring goals from, which I guess they were hoping for. Um, Zahor has gone back to West Brom. He didn't really work out on loan for them. Yeah. I, 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 I seen a stat last week, lads. It was a stat regards to, to Troy Parrott and, and Millwall. Yeah. Like he's only had around four or five shots on goal. Yeah. yeah. But that's, that's the problem is Millwall just don't create enough. They're like their defense was so good early on the season, that one goal was generally going to be enough for them to. And win the it's this poor load performance from Troy Parrott means who's going to take him? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's you know so he does need to get firing, but they need some sort of creativity there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I don't know who they're going to be able to get, but the manager is going to be in trouble if this continues because they are getting dragged down into that relegation. They haven't signed anyone after the middle one. No. I mean, they've lost a couple of players. There might be one or two that came back from loans that they had out and loaned at other clubs. But yeah. there could be a team as that could struggle in that relegation zone. Oh yeah, they could because the squad. You know, you, you look at teams that can get out of it to have a bit of a spark. 
Yeah. Millwall, they just don't seem to have that spark at the moment, and it's a shame because we we yeah. predicted them to show up the table, like you know. But it's um, the fans won't be happy. They're lucky the fans no. aren't in the stadium. Yeah. They wouldn't take it, like. Oh, the manager would be gone by now if he was there. If there was fans there. Yeah. Yeah. He's, they're just not playing. They're not playing well. And they're not scoring goals. And I mean, yesterday they did have chances. They could have got a draw yesterday, but their defending isn't great at the moment either. Yeah. We move on then to um, two teams going decent enough, I suppose. Watford, Huddersfield, Sarah and Pedro early on for Watford had good chances. Watford dominated this game really start to finish. The first goal was comical. It was. I mean, you cleverly got first. Pedro got the second. Pretty easy win for them. Huddersfield disappointed. Um, very sloppy defending, like you were saying, for the first goal. Oh, yeah. It cost them badly. Yeah. Um, number of their first team players are missing at the minute though, for Huddersfield. Yeah. But what did you make of Troy Deeney's yellow card in the first half? Could he have gone for that title? In the Premier League, I'd say so. You know, it was, it was nasty looking. And it's yeah. one of those, the more you slow it down, the nastier it looks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, and I mean, that could have changed the game. It could have. But Huddersfield are going to be very disappointed with how they played yesterday. Yeah, they were terrible. They were not good. Um, yeah, you know, I know what... we, we, we have seen Huddersfield lads. We we rolled them off there yeah. a, couple, a couple of weeks back. They, they actually look like a team now that can probably break into that top 11, 12. Like, you know, it's... it's it's they um, could. Yeah. I mean, they have a good manager who has them well organised. Um, this season, he's done a great job with them this season. But he, like I said, they do have players missing, so you have to take that into account as well. That's and they're right. playing away to Watford, who have probably got the best home record in the division, certainly yeah. up there in the top three, anyway. Exactly. They didn't play well yesterday, and that's always a disappointment when you don't play well and you get beaten. If you play well and you know you lose to Watford away, so be it. But they won't be happy. Jesus, like Watford have done extremely well, though. Regarding the pressure, the fact that like we still say to this day they should be in the Premier League, no, they're not. But yeah. when it comes to value, lads, like they have players in that squad that are easily worked for. Like Sarah's definitely worked forty million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's a case of will he still be there in two weeks' time? Yeah, yeah. You know, just before, just um, before we move on, just before we move on from the game at Watford, right? Did you see? Yeah. Did you see Nigel Pearson's interview the other day? In the um, I missed that. Was he giving out about them? No, he just looked like he looked so like disappointed that he was that he yeah. was let go. Yeah, it was yeah. a joke. And I think that that's when people turned on the club last season. Certainly, Premier League fans like, were delighted. Aren't they like gloomed, they gloomed by like twelve or fifteen points before he came in? Absolutely, absolutely. And the fact that they went down after they got rid of him, I think a lot of people were happy. Yeah, I yeah. was, and I I love football, but. It was the case of when they sacked him, everybody yeah. rebelled against Watford like, and, and the owners yeah. because it was a joke, yeah, an absolute it's... joke. And if he if he had stayed there, lads, he, they would have stayed up, I'd say. You know what I mean? It, 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 I... The manager does make a difference, you know. But just he's staying on Nigel Pearson, he actually could be a contender for Preston. He could be, you know. He's good he manager. Mick, 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 yeah. Mick makes sense, though. I think when Steve dropped the name Mick McCarthy... When you look at the Irish connection and big Mick knowing the, the league and having a team that's easily a top 10 team in the, in the championship, 
Big Big Mick to me would be a serious appointment. Yeah, because Nigel Pearson was saying that he does want to get back into management, but not to something like what he was involved in. Yeah, but doesn't that then, when you know that Mick McCarthy's around, you know the likes of, like you said, Nigel Pearson are talking about wanting to get back into management. You know, if you're in charge of like Cardiff or if you're in charge of like Millwall, if you're in charge of Preston, are you going to think, if I don't get one of these guys in now, they're going to be playing against me? Yeah. And then yeah. you have Eddie Howe as well. As the yeah, Eddie Howe is still floating about. I think Eddie Howe open for a Premier League job, which is surprisingly enough. Teams have been pretty patient in the Premier League this season. Yeah. Yeah, they have been. Like at the start of the season, we were on about Jose Mourinho getting the sack straight away. And look, Mourinho is doing wonders, but like, yeah, I, I when, when you did drop the name Mick McCarthy, lads, and then it, it's it's the whole Irish connection with Preston, it's definitely a match made in heaven. It's something that you can't stop it from happening. If Alex Neal is gone, I would put money on my, I wouldn't even look at the odds. I'd just put Mick McCarthy, put yeah. him and you, you'd be nearly sure he'd come in. But it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, Clubs have been patient with a lot of managers this season, and rightly so, do you know what I mean? Because we, we don't like seeing managers get sacked, but there's probably one or two in the championship that deserve to be sacked. Yeah. yeah. There's definitely a few that have kind of just seemed to get a win when they're on the verge of it. That's and, it. Uh, but again, they can't do that three or four times a season. The, the thing so is, having, having no fans and not having people booing and stuff, that helps. It really <laughs> does. It takes the pressure off the board a little bit. I think that's, a, that's helped Solskjaer as well this year. Yeah, yeah. And look at look at what they're doing now. Yeah, exactly. The big game up this afternoon. Uh, until, until 6 p.m. today, when I'm on Facebook saying a nice little win for Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm hoping for a mass brawl and points deductions for both teams. That, that, that's what I'm looking <laughs> for. Neville and Carrick are at it in the commentary box as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you make of that, actually? Did you see that that came out um Carragher was talking about the prank they played on, on Gary Neville when he was at Valencia. Oh, yeah. And then he yeah. found out about it. Um, that, he, um, that they called him up. It was Carragher and someone else. The other guy obviously made the call because, you know, you'd know it was Carragher straight away. Yeah. Pretending to be yeah. Ed Woodward yeah. and saying that yeah. they wanted Gary Neville to be the Man United manager, but now he'd gone to Valencia, they couldn't give him the job. Apparently Neville started crying on the phone and saying he'd quit in the morning. <laughs> but because he reacted so badly to it and got so upset, they never told him that it was a prank until like much later on. Yeah. So, oh. Oh, like you said with Rooney looking at the United job, I suppose a lot of experience. Is that call on that, like. Is the call on YouTube? No, I it was just Carragher was talking about it, I think. It was content, yeah. They were on, on, his, um, on his podcast. I think Carragher has his own podcast, doesn't he? Like, yeah. I think he might have been on that. He was talking about it. Really? Um, yeah. In the two of them are, are great to have. So you'd love the two of them to be on commentary today for that match. Yeah, I think. Are they both together? It'd be a lot of fun, yeah. I think you were saying that there, weren't you, Jerry? I think I've seen some right where they are, yeah. They are just watching be great. Songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that'll be great. That's what people want. Like they should be together on commentary most of the time anyway, because they they just like they obviously are friends and they get along, but the way they wind each other up, it's it's great to see. You know, it adds a bit yeah, of entertainment anyway, especially if the matches are boring. Exactly. 
We'll move on to the final game of the weekend, which was last night, and I got to watch this one, sadly, because it was a terrible match. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, Barnsley nil, Swansea 2. Definitely not the best game of the weekend. Barnsley were probably better team the first half without yeah. really... Like, they had a lot of shots, but nothing you'd call clear-cut. Yeah. And then Swansea took the lead in stoppage time when the ball was kind of crossed in from a free kick, I think it was. Cabango headed it on. Like, there's no way he was looking for goal. I don't care what anybody says. He was yeah. trying to flick the ball on. Oh, yeah. He just got too much on it, and it ended up in the net. Yeah. Um, and then 10 minutes into the second half, a ball was lumped forward. Heilich and Anderson and the Barnsley defence both kind of ran to the ball. They were both right next to the ball. They both let the ball bounce between them. Lowe ran in, and it took the chance pretty well. But... Um, as the ball was being knocked forward, Lowe was about five yards offside, so I don't know how the linesman missed that. I mean, it wasn't even close. He was a long way offside. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unless they said, oh, well, it came off a defender. But look, as soon as Lowe went back to get involved and try and get the ball, he was offside. Yeah. So, you know, terrible, 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 terrible game. Yeah. And Barnsley, yeah. I suppose, tried to get into it after they were 2-0 down, but there was no clear chances for either team, really couple of efforts that were just fired wide when teams were in good positions. Yeah. Nothing great. Swansea, good win for them, especially with um, with Bournemouth slipping up a bit. Um, and Barnsley, I suppose, they're 10th after 24 games. They'd have taken that at the start of the season, totally. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. You just wonder, lads, how much of a toll this is playing on players mentally. Because if I if I was a footballer, I like playing in front of a crowd would be a dream come true. Yeah, and some yeah. some do it, some don't. You know what I mean? But it's just yeah. you look you look at the like a lot of teams are falling after they go down two nil. Yeah, and there's no yeah. real fight. If if a, if a crowd's there, then there's obviously a fight. You know, you don't just fold fold. You know what I mean? So it'll be interesting to see down the road in, in 10, 15 years when a lot of these great players retire that were in the championship. What they say back on oh, two thousand and twenty where. We, we couldn't get our rhythm going. Like, we, we found it extremely hard to play with no crowds. It's, I say it's devastating. Fans definitely, definitely oh, pull yeah. you up. Yeah. You put in a tackle and the crowd go mental, it just fires you up. And likewise, when you're playing away from home and you're playing in front of a crowd that absolutely hates you and get yeah. on your back, that, that affects you as well at times. I mean, not all the time, but it does affect certain players. Yeah. You know, it's nobody just, likes being booed every time they touch a ball. Like, I mean, you kind of get a bit of a laugh out of it, but, you know, yeah. but uh, it definitely has a huge impact on the game, having fans there. Plus, you want to score if you're a forward, I think, in front of the fans, like in front of your, you know, if you're like a Liverpool player, you want to score in front of the cop and, you know, and celebrate in front there of must them. Be, like, and it's there must be no better the feeling. There must be no better yeah, feeling. That's just the way it is. So, yeah, I think you're right. It'll be interesting to see what the players, after they've retired, think of this season yeah. and, uh, and how it went for them. And like yeah. I said, maybe take the pressure off the underdogs a little bit because they don't constantly have every time a guy makes a mistake, fans on their back. That's yeah. Uh, and like Phil was saying as well, that's probably saved a lot of managers' jobs as well this season. <laughs> it definitely has. There's no better quote. I'm telling you now, lads, it's, it's been, been crazy, but you think about it. Like, we were, like Thankfully, we still have all the football and stuff. No fans. Obviously, fans make every sport. Um, it's just going to be interesting to see what does come out next year or maybe when players retire, when they look back yeah. at that 2020, 2020 season. And, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Ah. So we'll move on, I suppose, to our goal of the week. 
not a whole host of good I, ones to I choose from. I say Amiobi. Yeah, this first one or the second one? Second one. The second one was the better of the two, really, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was probably the only good goal of the weekend, to be honest. But Amiobi's two goals were good. They were good, yeah. I mean, there was there was that one as well. Um, oh, what game is it where your man went on the great one? Cardiff's goal. Yeah. That, um, you know, it was it was wonderfully well set up. Yeah. But yeah, I'd agree with you with Amiobi, I think. Amiobi? What about Amiobi? Like, Sammy, I think he's uh, he's showing me Amiobi's nephew or something. Yeah. I would. Um, and player of the week, I'd probably give it to him as well, just because yeah. he scored twice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the best, the best team performance. Forest. Yeah, I say Forest. To be honest. Yeah, Forest. Yeah, I'll probably give that one to. Um, I think Watford just dominated the team. I think you get it as well, like. But... Yeah. Yeah, and the shock of the week. Luton uh, one yeah. nil. Yeah. Has to be. Shock of the year. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So midweek games are back. Well, some of them. There's been one postponed already, and you know. Where things oh, are yeah. going, who knows how many more Wickham is called off. Wickham, Sheffield Wednesday is called off. Sheffield Wednesday, I don't think have played a match in about a month. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and Derby against Bournemouth Tuesday night. I, I mean, that's I, not one Wayne Rooney wants after losing his first game in charge. I, Derby will beat them. You think so? They're on a bad run. This is yeah. their patch now where they're going to be patchy. A bankrupt yeah. for a one-all. Yeah, yeah. Can. One on, maybe a draw. Yeah, could see a draw on that one. All right, Reading home to Coventry. Reading, Reading, yeah, Reading. Yeah, Reading. I think so. Home win there for sure. Um, although Coventry obviously didn't play the weekend, so they'll be a bit fresher, I suppose. Blackburn, Swansea, Blackburn. That's a big game like that one. Two one, yeah. Blackburn. Yeah, Blackburn. Yeah, I think Swansea might nick that one. I think they're just in better form at the minute. And like we said, Sheffield Wednesday, Wickham's called off. Yeah. Rotherham home to Stoke. A draw. Yeah. Yeah. That seems a likely result there to a draw, I think. Yeah. One nil to Stoke. Yeah, it could be. Could be. Watford home to Barnsley. Watford. Yeah. I mean, it has to be. I mean, we do get shocks in midweek more than we do at the weekend, but yeah. Watford are you know, at home, they're very good. At home, they are very, very good. Yeah. Wednesday. And matches Norwich home to Bristol City. Big game that Norwich. Norwich. Yeah, Norwich. yeah, I think Norwich just they find a way. Maybe another one nil here or a two one or something. Yeah. Redford, who are finally playing football again, home to Luton Town. Redford. Redford, yeah. A lot of Brentford players being linked with moves away, which you know are not going to happen, but they must get Always in the players' head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this time they are Cardiff home to QPR. Good game, QPR. I think that's a good game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I yeah. think QPR with that, he's gone. Yeah, yeah. QPR, yeah. Um, Huddersfield, Millwall. Huddersfield. Huddersfield, I think. Yeah, I think a home win there as well. Forest home to Middlesbrough. Good game. That could be game that of the week. Be another Oh yeah. Two two. Yeah. Two two. Yeah, I think I think that could be a draw as well. Yeah. I think. You know, Forrest to be happy enough with the draw there. Yeah. And then a game of uh, two teams that former so up and down known would be ever able to predict this. Birmingham, who were terrible at home against Preston, who were very good away. Preston. 2 1. Yeah, thinking away in there. Yeah. Yeah. We'll all go for Preston there. So 
So that about wraps it up. Um, we'll be back later in the week after those midweek games again beforehand on either Thursday or Friday or something like that to record uh, another show before the weekend's matches. FA um, Cup. I can't, can't remember what Friday night game is this week. FA I think Stoke involved. FA Cup week. Is it an FA Cup week again? Yeah, so it's Wolves and Shirley in the FA Cup Friday night. Wolves and Shirley, yeah. So we probably have a couple of championship games and a couple of FA Cup games going on at the same time. Um, I think Stoke are playing in the championship yeah. on uh, Friday yeah. night. And probably, you know, teams that were knocked out, they'll try and make up some of those games maybe that were postponed as well. Yeah. Whatever way yeah. their fixtures are going. So we'll leave it there, guys. Thanks so much. And uh, we'll be back later on in the week. Thank you.